Time for TM Views. This is where we get our expert perspective on major news developments today. Very pleased to be joined by Korea University Law School Professor Kim Gi-chang. Hello. Hi. Good morning to you, sir. We have so many issues that we could talk about, but uh, this one seems interesting in the sense that it feels like we're back in the 1980s or 1990s where we're getting close to an election and uh, the conservative uh, side feels that um, commie baiting and and, uh, scaring people about North Korea is going to drive people to support them in the polls. Um, Overall, uh, can we get your initial thoughts on the accusations being raised that the government provided some kind of secret plans to North Korea to build a nuclear reactor there? Yes. Um, it is somewhat familiar, as you said, but it's also quite um, um, disappointing. Um, the opposition it clearly has this outdated feel about it. Um, there was a, a project called KEDO, K-E-D-O project in the late 90s. Uh, as a result of Geneva mm-hmm. Agreement, which was concluded between like five parties or four parties, like including U.S., North Korea, South Korea, Japan, they all agreed that, all right, we are going to build a nuclear power plant to North Korea. That's agreed in the late 90s. Yeah. So uh, all of a sudden they were sort of, making a great deal of fuss as if they invented a wheel or something. It's it's very strange. Um, Of course, the Kedo project was not successful. The construction halted, and we still have these concrete base foundation uh, in North Korea. Um, But then there were repeated efforts to renew the project and provide some kind of electricity generation facility uh, to North Korea. So there is nothing new about it. Yeah, and uh, uh, hopefully we don't lose some of our younger listeners who don't remember the 1994 agreed framework <laughs> and the, uh, the Cato <laughs> project and this attempt to build light water nuclear reactors, uh, which would have been uh, different from the heavy water uh, nuclear reactors, which would have uh, prevented North Korea from, you know, uh, kind of uh, reprocessing plutonium and, and, and yeah. all of that. As you say, when George W. Bush came into power, uh, that uh, project was essentially scrapped. But subsequent, even um, conservative administrations in in South Korea had raised this as a possibility of post-denuclearization as a way to, to get North Korea uh, access to power, but in a safe way um, through uh, nuclear technology. That being said, then, what is seemingly the, the opposition or the conservative strategy to try to make this? Is it, is it the nefarious nature about the uh, accusation of deleting documents within the um, Ministry of Trade Industry, which I guess uh, reporting came out yesterday that the, the, the document that has been accused of being deleted was not actually so, and they released the contents of this. It seems like what they're trying to do is trying to make it seem like an illicit thing, like they were trying to be sneaky behind the public without getting prior approval. I think um, the opposition attempt was uh, quite dishonest. And actually, uh, it is quite scandalous that they accuse the current government of having considered the project, which was quite seriously pursued during Park Geun-hye government, mm-hmm. 
And um, the current administration obviously cannot just e- erase or, or completely delete everything that went on before, during the previous presidency. Um, some documents will obviously remain. And exactly um, as you said, yesterday came a report that the accusation of deletion or any illicit move was completely unfounded. Um, so it it seemed as though the opposition party is relying on these uh, newspaper outlets to just make a big fuss out of nothing. Uh, and then the topic itself is uh, completely backward. If you are going to you know, not engage with North Korea, what do they yeah. propose to do? It, it's just completely, they are getting nowhere. Um, and then opposition now talks about building a tunnel connecting uh, <laughs> with Japan. It's, it's uh, I don't know what to say. It's, it's a very bizarre world they are living in. Right. And, and so the, the figure in question there is then Kim Jong-in, right? Because... It was kind of surprising because you mentioned the tunnel idea because, again, that is another idea that's been proposed by conservatives and it's really something that would be a huge favor to Japan. And with the tension now, uh, I don't know if there is a ap- public appetite to, to give Japan such a huge economic favor, but Japan definitely wants that tunnel way more than South Korea would want or need it. However, Kim Jong-un giving that proposal uh, known to be this election genius, right? He's a strategic uh, political genius. Uh, This seems like almost smells of desperation, and you would not expect that from a guy who's 80 years old, who's so well uh, experienced in in politics. But as these by-elections are getting closer and closer, it does feel like these are kind of more very dramatic and and, uh, radical moves. I think the opposition party, that Kuminehim People Power Party, in my view, uh, has lost touch with the reality. Uh, they do not understand that Japan is no longer the kind of Japan we used to talk about about 20 years ago. Um, Korea is in no need to do that kind of project. Um, I mean... <laughs> And then also they lost touch with North Korean situation. Um, this is not the era where, oh, we, we shouldn't you know, engage with North Korea. We shouldn't uh, yeah. have anything to do with North Korea. That is complete nonsense. Um, and uh, now they, having come up with that kind of uh, Red Scare message or pro-Japan message, you know, as if, as if Japan is some kind of model that we should look up to, that is completely strange, and I don't know what uh, younger voters might be thinking about uh, with this kind of message. I don't think it, it can resonate at all. It, it just it would fall flat. It, it, it would yeah. not have any message, actually, to, to younger voters, and they will just be uh, ignored to the opposition party with this kind of messaging, in my view, the opposition party will be simply ignored. Well, it's interesting because if you talk about that as a strategy, and a lot of people link this with the kind of very sudden and aggressive moves by the prosecution led by Yoon Seok-yeol to go after the Walsung nuclear power reactor shutdown issue and, and try to raise hay that the government was somehow not proper in its uh, process of, of uh, shutting the, the reactor down. 
and linking that with this uh, current situation with the nuclear reactor uh, secrets being given to North Korea, it's quite clear there's been an orchestrated move by, let's say, the Chosunilbo, the conservative media, the opposition party, and then the leaks coming out from the, the prosecution that um, maybe this was a clumsy attempt at uh, gaining favor with younger voters to make them scared about North Korea. But it is fairly alarming that there could be such an ability to mobilize so quickly on these particular issues, I guess, in time for an election to try to change votes. Yeah, I do. I do believe that the prosecution service is deeply into this uh, silly attempt uh, in console, in association with uh, the opposition party. Uh, there is now no longer. It is. It is not a secret at all that prosecution under Mr. Yun Sung Yeol is basically uh, 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 cooperating and collaborating with the opposition party. It is no longer a secret. There is no neutral prosecution service in South Korea at the moment. The Yun Sung Yeol prosecution service is just keen to do damage to the ruling party and try to help the opposition party. That is a fact, mm. I think. Um, and also, uh, it is very disappointing and disheartening that the opposition party feels it okay to diverge this kind of summit meeting related secret. It's some kind of diplomatic courtesy or diplomatic basic fundamental rule that you don't try to diverge what was going on in the summit meeting between the two leaders of the country. What good does it do? I mean, if all these summit meeting related uh, uh, talks are later diverged like this, which country's leader would have a frank conversation with our leader in the future? I mean, the, the opposition party seems behaves as if they have no future. This is very, very bad for the, for the country. But I guess what is confusing and the head-scratcher for people who just look at it uh, from a political point of view is it felt like the opposition had a very strong advantage heading into... Uh, again, if we assume the premise that this is all about the elections and related to the Seoul and the Busan mayoral by-election, that they, bo- they had very strong advantages on both ends because Seoul, everyone angry about real estate supposedly, and in Busan because the opposition is traditionally strong there, and then Ugodan uh, left in a, in, in, a, in a scandal with sexual harassment, that this was really the opposition party's uh, elections to lose. It didn't seem like it would be necessary to go through such desperate measures, right? Yeah, it's, um, I mean, in both cases, the, the previous uh, mayor's uh, left office, not in a very favorable light yeah. for the ruling party. Um, but I don't know why all of a sudden these desperate uh, efforts were made from the opposition party. Can they not just come up with some decent policies uh, for so uh, residents or Busan residents? Um, Instead of this <laughs> outdated yeah. red scare tactic, maybe they think that, oh, this is tried and tested <laughs> tactic. It worked every time. It should work this time as well. Um, I don't know what uh, the, 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 the outcome of Seoul mayoral election or Busan mayoral election. We will have to wait and see. But the way it goes is already very muddy and I, I, it's, it's um, disappointing. Very disappointing indeed. Uh, 
just want to get you one final question because I would just because we have you here and we rely on your legal expertise. But uh, the the battle over prosecutorial reform and now judicial reform. Uh, what are your thoughts on the impeachment movement underway by the ruling party? A for those corrupt judges, part of that whole Yang Sengte judiciary scandal, and then the tit for tat response by Chu Ho Young to say, "Oh well, then we want to uh, impeach Kim Myung Soo, uh, ahead of the Supreme Court for uh, violating political neutrality." Mm, I think the opposition's attempt to impeach the chief justice is some kind of red herring. Um, it, it doesn't. I don't know what they, what the Zhu uh, Young is trying to achieve. But about the impeachment of uh, In Sung Gun, mm-hmm. um, that was actually uh, strongly urged by the court itself. Yeah. The court found very, very clear evidence, uh, and even Im Sung-un does not even deny this, uh, that Im Sung-un interfered with a, a pending case, and he almost orders the presiding judge to give him, let him have a look at the draft judgment, and then he even suggested changes. I think every judge in his or her right mind must be Outraged yeah. or indignant, indignant about about this this level of inter, interfering with with the, with the judge's uh, job. Um, so the court also clearly found that this is unconstitutional. The court simply ruled that, however, there is no express criminal statute mm. applicable because he did it completely outside of his his official duty, so there is no criminal statute applicable, but it is clearly a violation of constitutional order. So that, that is an urge from the court that this guy must be right. impeached and removed and no longer serve as judge. So it is to uh, maintain integrity of the judiciary that this kind of person must be removed. He should no longer serve as a judge. He was about to retire and mm. open uh, uh, very lucrative yeah. or whatever uh, private practice, but we, we don't want it. So this impeachment is very necessary and it is endorsed and even urged by the court itself. Well, we thank you for clarifying that issue as well as all the other issues. Uh, Professor Kim, always appreciate it and look forward to talking to you again next week. Thank you.